Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss six questions in nine minutes because leaders know how to be concise. We'll go ahead and get started with our guest today. First question, in a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do. Hi, thanks for having me on, Sean. Uh, my name is Carrie Siggins, and I'm the CEO of a manufacturing company called Stone Age. We manufacture high-pressure water blasting tools and equipment for industrial cleaning applications. I like to call them squirt guns on steroids. Uh, I also recently uh, acquired a IoT, Internet of Things, uh, product development firm called Breadware based in Reno. I'm also a mother, a podcast host myself, a writer, uh, an athlete, among other things. I, I like to keep myself busy. <laughs> you are a busy lady. I am impressed. You, you accomplish a lot in a short 24-hour day. So <laughs> it's, it, I'm compelled. I am driven to just do more. <laughs> Good for you. I love it. Question number two, what's the best thing about working with a team? Uh, I think it's the sum is greater than one. There's just no way that I would be able to be where I am today without surrounding myself with a phenomenal team. And I think any leader would say that. Uh, it's so much more fun and rewarding when you can share in the success with the people around you. And so I just think that, that we can just do better things together rather than as individuals. And so that's why I really like being part of a team. I like that response. Enjoying the, the good moments with the team as well as the, some of the challenges. So Absolutely. That's great. Question number three, I hear from other leaders of teams that it can be a challenge to get team members engaged. Tell us your thoughts. Well, I think it depends. I think it depends on your culture. And I'm lucky enough to have taken over a company with a phenomenal culture and just have uh, had the opportunity to continue to evolve it and hopefully make it better. And so I think our culture makes it very easy for people to engage. We are honest and transparent and we care about people. We ask people how they're doing. We ask people their opinions. Uh, we share in the success of, of the company because we're employee owned. And I think that makes it um, a lot easier for people to engage. So I think it's probably more difficult if you have um, a culture where people aren't afraid to speak up and, and, and that starts at the top and it takes every single one of us as individuals to contribute to an engaged culture. So I, I, I truly think it just depends, but I'm very fortunate that, that the companies that, we, that I work with, um, uh, the teams are very engaged and all of our employees uh, are very outspoken and that's exactly what we want. They all are part of making our company great. I really like that. You're encouraging people to speak up and share ideas and that's such an overlooked opportunity, in my opinion, with a lot of teams. So congratulations on, on fostering and nurturing that kind of an environment and culture within your company. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, it's not always easy, especially being an employee. You know, a lot of people ask me if, uh, if it's hard to run an employee-owned company. And I say, no, it's, I'm so fortunate because I want people to think and act like owners. And that means that uh, you have to encourage them to speak up and you have to take action and and really show that you're listening. And the very best ideas come from all parts of the organization and not from you know just me or my leadership team. And so we, we work hard to make sure that every single employee feels he, like he or she has a voice. Oh, that's great. Good for you. I think that's fantastic. Question number four, what other piece of advice do you have for leaders of teams? 
I think the biggest piece of advice is to work on your team culture. I mean, even if you're not uh, an executive at a company and just managing a team, whether big or small, focus on the, building the culture of your team. You know, start with the vision. Where are you trying to go and how are you going to get there? Uh, be honest and transparent. Have fun. Uh, hold yourself accountable and hold your team accountable. I think that's a really important um, factor. Don't be afraid to have the hard conversations. Nobody wants to work in dysfunction, and uh, but we're humans, right? We're messy. So there's always going to be messes that you have to clean up. And so roll up your sleeves and dig in and address the issues, help people through conflict, all around the idea of creating a really strong team culture. Those are such great tips to offer these leaders, especially the, the younger ones. I like how you kind of set that up by saying, even if you're not the executive level, that if you're just uh, getting started, if you're new to this leadership experience, there are some great tips there. So I'm, I'm hoping all the listeners will listen carefully to what you said, because those are some great tips. Well, I think that that people, uh, they, they love being on a team and they also leave teams. And so as a manager, creating a really strong team, even if your corporate culture uh, isn't as conducive as you would like. Uh, I still think that you can focus on your team culture and making it a really great place for your team members to, to create and to contribute and to feel part of um, a team. And you know, inclusion is such a big thing. So you can focus at that at a, at a smaller micro level. And then of course it will, uh, it will grow to the macro level. It can have an opportunity to spread to the macro level too. Absolutely, great comments. Question number five, what other successful leaders of teams would you like to recognize that have had a positive influence in your life? Well, I'm lucky to be part of uh, YPO, Young Presidents Organization. So I'm surrounded by uh, hundreds, thousands of phenomenal leaders that uh, I just got to see some of my fellow chapter mates after a long hiatus. And I'm always impressed by Ben Wright, who's the CEO and founder of Velocity Global based in Denver. Colorado. And, uh, and I love his, uh, he's just has so much humility and vision and kindness. And uh, I aspire to be more like him. Oh, that's great. Thank you for recognizing him. Last question. Tell us about your first job. So my grandfather uh, is an was an entrepreneur. He passed away in 2011, uh, and he also actually his company is he he uh, owned a uh, retail sporting goods store, and it was one of the first ESOPs in Colorado in the 70s. And uh, an ESOP stands for Employee Stock Ownership Plan. So, and that's what Stone Age is. So anyway, it was just uh, you know funny how things come full circle. But my grandfather was a very important figure in my life, and I started working for uh, him when I was 12 years old. And I would count inventory and eventually got to be a clerk. And by the time I was a sophomore in high school, I ran the marketing room, which is where all the inventory would come and, and be priced and then distributed to his three stores. And so I did all that, that all the way up until I graduated high school and left uh, to go to college at Colorado School of Mines. So I'm really grateful to have a grandfather who encouraged hard work and work ethic and who gave me the opportunity at a young age to uh, learn the value of that, learn the value of making my own money and, uh, and saving. And so I really appreciate him. He has been a huge influence on my life and, and on you know, starting my, my, my career when I was uh, such a, a young person. So 
Um, thank you, Grandpa. Grandpa, I miss you. <laughs> and I really appreciate that opportunity. Oh, that's great. Thank you for recognizing him and for sharing that story. That's, that's an inspiring story. I, it's, it's one of my favorite questions now because we get to hear about how people kind of got their start. And here you are, this successful woman that is doing a lot. And uh, so that's great that you kind of can go back to that, that beginning, that origin story, if you will. So I yeah, love it. it's, it's important where we start and, and learning that at such a young age, I have a seven-year-old son and, uh, and he already makes, my husband uh, has a business as well. And he works for my husband and makes, you know, $6 an hour, $7 an hour. And uh, he gets a dollar an hour with, with uh, every year, but he gets older. So he's at $7 an hour now. And we're trying to instill that same work ethic that we both had instilled in us. And we had family businesses to be able to, uh, to be able to start our careers in. And a lot of people don't have that opportunity. And I think it's really important. I believe in internships because, uh, and Stone Age has, uh, provides a lot of in internships uh, for our community because we all need that place to start. And both, for both my husband and I, it's such a, uh, a huge influence on our life. So we want to create that for our son and for uh, as many young people within the community as possible. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. I'm glad you're carrying on the tradition. Harry, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. How can people find you? Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn at Carrie Siggins. Uh, you can find me on my website at www.carriesiggins.com, and that's K-E-R-R-Y-S-I-G-G-I-N-S. -I -I uh, or you can email me at my personal email at Carrie at CarrieSiggins.com. Fantastic. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, you can go to TeamEngagementPodcast.com and download our Engagement Booster Tip Sheet and Guide. That'll help you everywhere from the beginning of the hiring process all the way to the exit to help boost engagement. Again, that's TeamEngagementPodcast.com. Thanks for joining us today and have a great day.